Felt like everybody was just staring at me. We we Welcome into the show. We just got started here. I uh, hope everybody's having a good week. I know for me it's been a really busy week, and I don't know if that's just because it's been busy or because I'm looking forward to my boys' weekend in, uh, in Blue Ridge, Georgia this weekend. Oh, so yeah. There will how, be how a, long? How many weeks have you been counting this down? Oh, man, it's talk about months, not weeks. So it's been planned for a while, and uh, there will be a, a review coming next episode of Blue Sweet. Ridge, Georgia. So look forward to that Let's one. be honest. Let's have a moment. This is this trust tree, right? Mm-hmm. Every, all our listeners are understanding people. As a dad, is there any greater gift you get than like a weekend with your boys? Every year in December, we have a similar thing where we go on a golf trip down to Florida. I love my kids. I love my family. But I think I look forward to that as much as anything <laughs> in the year. Shout out, Jessica. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love my wife. Yeah, I like, yeah. To, I like to tell Catherine it makes me a better husband and a better father yeah. when I return from nice. these trips. Like nice. that first night when you get there, when you know you have no responsibility, that is the best feeling in the world. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. Lance. No, no, you're good. So, uh, Jealous you know, of your trip. Welcome into the show, and uh, welcome back to school for you know most parents. I hope that's going well. Uh, my two kids just started this week. Uh, first time in school for the two-year-old little girl, and she's she's doing great. I hope you guys have had similar experiences with uh, – with going back to school. Speaking of you counting down the days to going on your guys' trip, I've been counting down the days until my kids were back in school, like mm-hmm. most parents. Yep. And, uh, man, I have to say it has been the most peaceful week that I can remember with the kids gone while Because I work at home. Yeah. I can't hear any noise, no fighting, no video games. It's glorious. I got to say, for my <laughs> oldest, it's been good too, man. She was – I think we talked about it last episode. It was getting to – we were about ready to put the gloves on in the house and just go to war. But since she started back school, she's got to hang out with her friends. Like, she's so much better attitude when she gets home. So there is really something to social interaction with yeah. kids her own age and stuff. She's been a lot better. So, Well, we appreciate you all listening. Uh, we've gotten actually an increase in downloads over the last couple of weeks so just want to shout out to our fans for continuing to listen to us and hopefully we'll keep on putting good content out there for you especially after my you know rant last week about hoosiers i kind of thought people would stop listening but i think there's a lot of people listening in anger yeah mm-hmm. yeah we struck a chord apparently people are really passionate about <laughs> sports movies you struck a chord <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> let's be honest that is lance's opinion <laughs> but i got a, got a quick question for you guys so um can you tell me what I mean, since you guys are so passionate about the movie, what actually is a Hoosier? Does anybody know? Why is the movie called Hoosiers? I'm thinking that a Hoosier... Well, the Indiana Hoosier Is a nickname well, for someone that lives... <laughs> someone that lives in Indiana. Yeah, that, that would be that would be correct. They, uh, they are a resident of Indiana. I, Kyle, I'm surprised you didn't know this, man. Well, I don't. And it's from an Indiana word for corn, apparently. Hmm. Yeah. So never heard corn. It's a little deeper than my knowledge went. But. Yeah, who's your corn? <laughs> but in any event, I want to tell a quick story to lead into a brand new segment we've got called "What Are the Chances?" And we're going to dive into that right now. So, um, as many of you know, you know my family was was gone for a few weeks in St. Louis. Um, you know, this is back in June. We remember and, your disgust of the town mm. of St. Louis <laughs> and their soft water issues. Right. <laughs> so uh, during that time, of course, we had a lot of people coming over to the house and helping out. And, you know, a part of, uh, you know, doing that and, and making it, making your house accessible to people to do that is, is having a hidden key. And I'm sure a lot of you probably have a hidden key somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so we have one and, you know, it's fine. You know, people went in and out of our house using the, the hidden key. 
and we got back and my dad was using it also how long do you think it would take me to find your hidden key <laughs> if, I, if i went on a this mission? could be a challenge well it's not out there now so um i don't know it how, Ryan, how you're, well you're, hidden is it? You're I guess. you're pretty you're pretty crafty, so I, I would give you maybe two hours. I did think you probably did you have the, Oh wow, okay, that's pretty the, that's pretty well hidden. Do that's you have good. the oddly colored fake rock that they advertise no. that doesn't match any kind no, of rock? No, no fake rock. Yeah. I, I thought that would be way too obvious. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. So yeah, uh, and you know we'd been back home for I don't know a week or two um, after St. Louis, and finally had the need to use the spare key again. So I go to look for the spare key spare key's not there hmm. okay no no big deal you know people have been using it so we sent out some text hey you know is anybody anybody just forget to put the hidden key back everybody's like no no i hadn't seen the hidden key and my dad didn't know where the key is either so we're like okay no big deal somebody is either embarrassed to say they have a hidden key or or worse it's yeah a, it's a public key <laughs> yeah yeah or they, maybe they lost it who knows so another i'd say two weeks go by and i'm like where is that key? And it, it just it just got to me, and I'll go looking for it again. And sure enough, same spot. I look again, and it's there now. Oh, put it back. Somebody put it back. Mm. So that so that that done on y'all immediately, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so what what goes what goes through your head? You're like, okay, somebody put it back. So what does that mean? I'd start looking at camera footage if I were you. <laughs> well, what if you don't have cameras? Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, <we're> in trouble. <laughs> um, Get some cameras. <laughs> well, so I was like, oh, you know, spare keys back. I told Timmy, and she's like. Don't you get it? And she had to explain it to me like I was an eight-year-old. She said, somebody took our key, made a copy, and put it back. Ooh, I'd be changing the locks. It's time to change the it's locks. It's time to change the locks. <laughs> time to budget some new locks. Right. So what are the chances that somebody actually did that that we don't know? You know, could have been watching people come in and out of our house and stole our key. What's your relationship with your neighbors that would be able to see this key? I mean, well, the guy, the guy across the street, yeah. he told us. You know? The yeah. guy across the street has a really good view. They're an older couple. Um, I, I would not suspect them, but you Are never they know. crafty? They could be crafty. Hmm. Mm. I think it's time to change the locks, like Kyle says. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert, locks have been changed. Oh, good. By the time this episode airs, we will have cameras as well. So, well, Where's the new this, hidden key at? This key's no good to me now. Yeah. So. <laughs> not going. We, we don't even have a hidden key out there yet, so have fun looking for it. Mm, yeah. But in any event, that's, so... That's, yeah, that's a little freaky. Yeah. Um, and so, Ryan, uh, you've got a What Are the Chances story also, I understand. I do. I've got a recent one as well. So the backstory is my dad has kept my dog the last three summers for a week while we went to Florida. And so I'm going to his house last week to pick up my camper. And it's about an hour away if you're not from around Nashville. I live in Goodlitzville. My dad's in, in Alexandria. And there's a little town called Lebanon that's... A little bit over halfway, so about 35 minutes from me, 25 minutes from my dad. So I'm riding to, to my dad's house, thinking about how good of a father he's been keeping my dog all these summers, and I thought, I've never given him anything more than a thank you. Right. So I decide I'm going to pull off on the Lebanon exit, and I'm going to go get him a gift card and for him and my stepmom just to go to dinner somewhere. Got no plan. I just My plan is get off the exit. Find something that looks like I think they'd like. Well, I immediately, uh, the first night, you know, decent restaurant that I come to is a sign for Demas. You know, familiar yeah, with Demas? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, that's great. Well, I pass it on accident, and I ended up, the next turn was in a Cracker Barrel. 
And I'm like, well, you know what? Also good. I'm already here yeah. at Cracker Barrel. Why don't I just go into Cracker Barrel and get this gift card for my dad? Who doesn't like Cracker Barrel? Now, again, I'm on the way to my dad's house. He is expecting me, you know, in 30 minutes. So I go in immediately, walk up to the counter. Gift cards are right there. And I'm there maybe 30 seconds. I have not even been in the door. 30 seconds. I'm waiting on the, the person at the register to call me up. And I get a tap on my shoulder. It's, it's my dad and my stomach. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they go, what are you doing here? <laughs> and I look, I look like, you know, the look on my face is like I've been busted doing right. something just yeah. illegal. Right. And I'm like, well, have I, introduced I, guess my girlfriend? I, I guess I can't have it. I'm here to get you a gift card. <laughs> Should I just pay for your dinner now? <laughs> That's what I said. Should I just pay for your dinner? And my dad, I think they were kind of confused, like, what? Yeah. And I was like, no, I am seriously was here to pay to get you a gift card as a, yeah. as a, you know, appreciation for keeping the dog. So we had a great laugh and my, so what are the chances that I would mysteriously think about that past the place I was going to go end up, if I'd have been there three minutes earlier, they wouldn't have been walking out mm-hmm. three minutes later, they would have paid him and gone. I wouldn't have seen him. So right. what are the chances we meet at the exact same that's restaurant, like same slim. time that's like when I'm buying a gift that's card? That's like a dude. 1% chance. Yeah, oh, yeah. slim. That's pretty. Crazy. That's almost as good as finding your buddy's receipt on the Walmart checkout <laughs> stand. <laughs> if you don't understand that, yeah. listen to the last episode. Episode 36. Yep. I got one too. So I bought a truck this week. I had planned to buy this one particular truck. I had worked with the guy the whole day on it. I said, all right, I'll be there at 5 o'clock. Show up at the dealership. Walk in. He's sitting down with another couple. He gets up, he walks toward me. He said, man, you're not going to believe this. He said, this couple bought a truck two days ago, and they said, they don't want that truck. They want this truck, the one that I liked. And he said, man, I was just about to call you when you walked in to let you know. He said, they just showed up. Now, what are the odds that if I had, like, ran a red light, I'd have gotten that before them and gotten this truck? And it turns out it wasn't an old salesman trick. They literally did buy that truck. Yeah, exactly. And I got to tell you, like, if I didn't know of this person, the salesman, I would have walked and said, this is right. crap yeah. the whole time. But it actually turned out better. Yeah. It worked out good yeah, for worked you. Out, just <laughs> worked took, out Just better. took a look at the new truck. <laughs> Got a slightly better option. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, and still. I will say, uh, the dealer I know, because I bought my truck mm-hmm. there, that's a lot of inventory there. So yeah. literally, also, what are the chances that that one couple showed up yeah. to buy that specific truck that yeah. you had basically worked the deal out? Yeah, that's pretty. That sucks. But it didn't suck because yeah. he ended up better off. Well, he end. upselled me. Yeah. So. Yeah, it worked out for everybody. Yeah. Everybody's happy. So I've got one that uh, kind of goes back. A, we talked about doing this segment. It kind of dawned on me one that happened to us while we were on our way to vacation. Anyways, I think it was our second fuel stop somewhere in Alabama. Couldn't even tell you where we were at. It's like, oh, this looks like a good exit. Let's get off here. And I've got no idea where you're going, by the way. Yeah, so okay, good. This is, it's like yeah, you're yeah. me for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> and this is another one of those kind of freaky things. So we go in, we get some food, we get filled up. I'm kind of the last one to get back out to the car, and I hear somebody go, Kyle! And I turn and look, and hanging out the side of a van window. Now, we're in the middle of Alabama. Alabama. A random exit in Alabama. We had no plans to stop there. Just like, hey, there's an exit coming up. I need fuel. Let's stop. Jessica Knox, Daniel's wife, is hanging out the window going, where are y'all going to the beach? <laughs> wow. Like, yeah, we're going to the beach. We're coming back from the beach. And of all the places in a parking lot in the middle of Alabama, we see somebody that's in our friend circle. 
and we're crossing. She's heading north. We're heading south. Not only are we at the same station at the same time, I could have walked out the door 10 seconds earlier, 10 seconds later, we never see each other. What are the chances of seeing mm-hmm. somebody that's in your close friend circle? Who's also been on the podcast. Yeah. The wife's episode. Yeah. Yeah, check that one out. Maybe so. Daniel can actually crunch the numbers for us yeah. and, and figure out <laughs> the probability of this. Yeah. It's, it's got to be low. Yet right? another shout out to Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, we really need some math help here. <laughs> but yeah, what are the chances? Oh, man. Well, that was fun. Um, so we have a fun show today. Uh, kind of got a back to school theme to it. And we're going to first do a quick explain it to Lance again uh, with some fact checking. And then we're going to do a little time capsule draft. And we're going to take a fifth grade quiz, Ryan, to see how dumb we are. Are Adam, Kyle, and Lance smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. That's how I've titled That's it. That's a question. I'm always wondering how Ryan's dodging these bullets. Mm-hmm. He's That's always the test giver. <laughs> I'm an ideas man. I come <laughs> yeah. up with the test so <laughs> I don't it, have to take them. And it makes us look stupid. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into that, I understand you fellows had a camping trip recently? We yeah, we How'd did. How'd that go? We did. It was great, man. We had a good time. Again, I mean, the listeners have to be thinking, do, do, do they, they camp every <laughs> single weekend? <laughs> sort of seems like that, doesn't it? It always falls on recording weeks when we've been camping, I think. Yeah, spoiler alert, we got another one coming up next week. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep you updated on the shenanigans there. <laughs> so but. so it, this is, I think we've been going about every other weekend, yeah. every, every three weekends for... You know, most of the summer. Getting our money's worth. So it was Kyle and I are, are always at the camping trips. Adam decided uh, to rent another mm-hmm. RV, a, a bigger RV than you've had mm-hmm. before, and you actually pulled it with yeah. your with your car. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was a little challenging. It uh, it was a lot heavier than I expected, and I couldn't go as fast as I expected. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to drive mostly interstate to yeah. get to this camp. Fortunately, drive. it wasn't too far. Yeah, I, I, I drove slower than I've ever driven in my whole life. <laughs> I was just like, people were flying by me. I was like, you just go ahead. I'm fine. So, and this is what correlated in t- to a truck purchase. Which, yeah, 40 hours later. 48 hours later, I'm sitting in the cab of a brand new truck. So, so yeah. It's all Kyle's fault. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, we did have one interesting thing happen while we were there, I would say. You set it up. You you were kind of more directly in line of with my wife kind well, of revealing to us what was going on. One, I would say, we've had a lot of exciting camping stories. This campground was different. It didn't provide for as many crazy memories because it was even different. though every spot was taken, we saw 10 humans yeah, the entire yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, it was It felt kind of eerie. So, uh, anyways, we're sitting around uh, one night. I believe we had a campfire going. Yeah, I think so. And uh, Kyle's wife, Jessica, if you don't know her, is very calm, which is a, is a great trait. Mine and Kyle's backs are to my camper. And so she's looking across, you know, across the road under and under the camper, and she's saying something along the lines of, what's that under your camper? Yeah, look at that. Or, yeah, something like that. What's that under your camper? So, or look under your camper or something like that. And so, I mean, everybody's mind is going to, is there a animal under there yeah. a dog you know that's what we're, we're thinking looking for a possum a raccoon something and so we look and we just don't see anything and so we you know ask she's like no 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 under the camper look yeah. past like the bend camper. down because we're both standing up yeah widen your range look past the camper <laughs> yeah. but go under and so we see a fire and you start to i mean this fire is probably 200 yards away yeah that's probably about two right. 300 yards i mean it's it's far enough and then you start to think in your mind, you're doing some math, thinking, wow, it looks big. Yeah. It looked like it's the get, sun. It's getting yeah. big quick. Right. Yeah. It kept that. It kept getting brighter and brighter as yeah. we were looking and at it. And then you start to see the flames that are like 20, 25 feet in the air. Yeah. I mean, you're thinking, oh, what's, something bad has happened. Yeah, and, and full disclosure, we were really close to the interstate. 
Like yeah. this campground, you get off the interstate, take a little side road, you're within. Oh, that's 20, first thing 20, I thought of. Is 20, 30 yards? I thought yeah. the truck was on fire. Yeah, once you, the entrance of the campground is right at the interstate. So in our minds, we think that it most the most likely scenario. <laughs> Ryan and I assembled this scenario in 20 seconds once we saw the plane. In 20 seconds, Kyle's like, get, got to get your phone in case we need to call 911. We have decided a car has wrecked, flipped mm-hmm. over, caught fire, and there are probably humans trapped inside. Yeah. Even though we didn't hear Potentially getting burned alive. Yeah. Didn't hear a wreck. So we immediately ripped our shirts off and took off running because we're going to save we're going to save that bus full of nuns that are turned over on fire. So we get in our truck, my truck. Kyle, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, so we speed. I mean, we break the campground rules. Like, we're doing at least 40 through the campground, and there's nobody there. We're thinking, if this wreck has happened off the interstate, people are just driving by like, look at that massive fire. Because it's kind of a ditch mm-hmm. where, where we're staying at. So, man, we peel out. We take, and it's kind of down this little access road. And, man, we we're just like, all right, what are we going to do? We get down there. We're gonna, we have to call 911 to see if we can even get close to it because it is raging at this point. It's probably 30 feet high when we realize it's down in a hole. We get down there, whip to the side, and we look and see old Bubba standing down there leaned up against his truck watching this trees and brush he's just pushed up and lit on fire. And you see a gas can sitting next to him. He's just sitting there and enjoying probably the largest fire i've ever seen and and, and keep in mind it's saturday night at like right. eight thirty. yeah this is not like a tuesday at 11 a.m you know when they would have a controlled fire right this guy just decided to have a bonfire by himself on a saturday night and it was like i said you, you've seen pictures a lot was it texas a&m that does mm-hmm. the big bonfire <laughs> about what it looked yeah. like and it's it's kind of surrounded by woods we're thinking Man, we're a good one wind gust away Mm -hmm. from this entire county being in flames. Campground gone. So so is that that guy's profession? Is he just a professional fire starter? Uh, If he's not a professional, he just got his pro status. Yeah, because what he was burning, it probably took him six years to pile all that up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so we didn't get to be heroes, but we did see a gigantic fire. That was our excitement. I thought it was cool that you left your shirts off the rest of the night, just in case. We did kind of come back up there with our heads down. Unfortunately, that was really the only good story of the weekend. That was the high and the low. All right. Well, that was entertaining. uh, You guys want to get into some segments? Hey, let's do that. That was one of them, I think. Let's roll. All right. So we call this segment Explain It to Lance, or you could also call it Stump Kyle. Uh, because he answered most of my uh, dumb questions last week. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> <laughs> we will find out in a second, as Kyle has done some fact-checking from last week. But first off, I, I want to... Do you act- think we should have let him fact-check himself? Hey, yeah, let's, not get, that safe? let's not get caught up in semantics here. Let's hey, <laughs> you, you, you hey, can't I, do everything yourself. Sometimes you got to delegate. So. Yeah, that's right. Hey, what are the odds that he's <laughs> correct on everything? <laughs> I got my notes oh, over. Don't worry we, about we, it. We yeah. shall see. But, uh, yeah, we got a response on social media from a good friend of mine, Brittany, who brought up a, a good topic for explaining it to Lance. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term heat lightning. Have, have you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. If you've ever lived in the country, heat lightning. Is- <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Because Brittany and I got into a heat discussion. This was back in the day when we used to work at Verizon. So we got into a heated discussion about heat lightning and its existence. And so I contend that heat lightning is not really a real thing because there's no such thing as heat lightning. It's just it's just lightning you see from a distance. Okay. It's just lightning. And her argument is 
it's a thing that it's a thing created by heat yeah people call it heat lighting so i want to see where you guys stand on it i mean explain it to me it's it's lightning as far as i'm concerned let me before i weigh in and embarrass myself um what are you basing your feelings on have you done a lot of research is this something you learned in school and you feel confident because i I might be on team Brittany. no I, i think this is uh just from conversations i I had when I was a child with my dad and, you know, and asking him questions about, you know, what's, what's that off in the distance? Cause you can, you can see it flashing and just talking with him and my dad's a pretty smart guy. So I trust him. And he said, oh, there's no such thing as heat lightning. It's just lightning. You know, it's just at a distance. I'm going to say just for fun, I'm going to say there is heat lightning, but I have no idea. I've got nothing to back that up. Adam, with. do you have a horse in this? Race? I'm on team heat lightning also. So we got two of us against Lance. Kyle uh, typically knows. I do know this, actually, <laughs> because I've researched this. Lance is correct. Ooh. It is lightning. Yes. And what you actually see is a reflection oh, of distant lightning yes. off other clouds. So, yeah, yeah. What, I think everything Kyle's about to fact check is 100% accurate. So, yeah, Kyle, go ahead. All right, let's do a little fact checking. So I know we, we discussed the two sides of aluminum foil. Am I correct on that? You're correct. The dull side and the shiny side. And All right. Adam said, "What the shiny side goes up for, for the right. food?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, according to Reynolds Kitchen, the difference in appearance between the two sides of aluminum foil is simply a result of manufacturing and serves no real purpose. Hmm. Yeah, but what do they know? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean, who are they? They've only probably made thousands of miles of aluminum foil. <laughs> they know. Number two, we discussed how, and I don't think we ever came to a real census on this. We thought it was a chemical reaction, if I remember correctly, about lightning bugs. Yeah. So, according to Scientific American, who I did my one page of research with, it's a compound called luciferin, and as the air rushes into a firefly's abdomen, it reacts with luciferin, and a chemical reaction gives off the firefly's glow. So it's a chemical in their body. It basically reacts. So a chemical reaction. We were yeah. right. Yeah, we were right about oh, yeah. that. Yeah, we didn't know the exact details, but we were mostly right. So, um, <laughs> right. down, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> I think we opened last time with what happens to balloons when you let them go. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that was. So it. yeah, we did a little research. I'm um, really curious about this one. Yeah. So this is. And this is where Lance thought they burned up in the atmosphere. Yeah, right? the yeah. space yeah. spaceship. It once they, it's either, the, they either burn up or I'm littering everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Once they hit the moon, they, uh, they, yep. they start to come back down. Well, Lance, you are <laughs> slightly guilty of littering <laughs> because what happens to helium balloons when you let them go? As a balloon ascends in altitude, the outside air pressure reduces, and this causes the gas inside the balloon to expand. Eventually, the helium will expand past the elastic limit of the balloon, and it will burst, mm. returning the small huh. fragments to uh, Earth. I think one of y'all said something about air pressure. Yeah, it was like I, something with the helium. I yeah. did, but I was the exact opposite. Yeah. I thought it got colder, so it would shrink. Shrink it up, and it yeah. just... Pfft, yeah. So well, it, it shrinks. It actually does the reverse. I was warm, but I never yeah. got hot. Yeah. We're yeah. warm on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Partial credit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but we also discussed the tides of the ocean. Let yes. me that explained. Yeah, and, and the moon. How, yeah. How I was this accurate. is where Kyle really showed his brain. Yeah. He came out like a professor. And I was, uh, I'm glad to report I was right on this. High tides and low tides are caused by the moon. The moon's mm-hmm. gravitational pull generates something called the tidal force. Tidal force causes Earth and its water to bulge out of the side closest to the moon and the side farthest from the moon. The, the closer, obviously, is high tide and further is lower tide, so. 
How about that? Did was there anything <laughs> else? Maggots. We discussed yeah, maggots. maggots. But you're you're pretty confident on that. Yeah, one. this this I also report I was accurate on this one. Maggots are a lot are larvae stage of the common house fly. Flies are attracted to food and other similar types of rubbish. They lay their eggs on the rubbish and these hatch into maggots. The maggots from pupae, I think it's how you say it. P U P A E. Anybody want to take a run at that? Pupae? We'll go with that. Yeah. And hatch into flies. So there you go. And then we discuss treatment of sewer water. Yeah. And we're more or less right on that. So the, there's one, the first stage is the primary treatment is just a big filter that filters out the solids called sludge. That's the turds, in case you're wondering. That's the job you don't want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when you first enter into the sludge. Yeah. The sludge. Hey, you're the sludge guy. That water is actually chlorinated. Um, and then the wastewater, most wastewater go, undergoes a se- second treatment where it's uh, sprinkled over a bed of sand or gravel and it filters downward from there and this puts it in contact with oxygen and other microorganisms which work together to break down any organic material in the water so it's kind of first big solids chlorinated then filtered chlorinated shot back out into waterways so sand gravel chlorination that's all between good water and poo water right and there is a there is another level that i read about a third level that (laughs) there's some cities that are now you know, we discussed like the ultraviolet light and stuff. They can actually filter sewage all the way to drinking water, but that's it's in a few places around the world. But most common is the first two stages. Sounds like an old wives' tale. Yep. So, boys, we're we're pretty close to batting a thousand on our knowledge. So, is here. it is it wives' tale or wise tale? <laughs> no, I said wives' tale. I thought it was wives' tale, right? I think so. Okay. I, th- I thought I heard. I thought you it's said wives' tale. All right. Well, all right. pretty good. That was explaining to Lance. Yep. Um, guys, want to? Do you feel smarter? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I, I do actually. If somebody asks me like how poo water becomes real water, I, I feel confident in answering yeah, that now. There you go. Now you know. <laughs> if that ever comes up in your daily conversation. All right. So yeah, Lance, like you mentioned earlier, I've put together a little quiz for you guys. You remember the show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Jeff Foxworthy, right? Jeff Foxworthy. I don't know if it's still a show or not, but with it it being- It's probably on one of those channels nobody watches. It's back to school time and uh, with their school, their quizzes. And anytime I can try to embarrass you guys by having you fail, I like to take that opportunity. So what I've got in front of me here for everybody listening is I've got three sheets of paper. Each sheet of paper has 10 questions. They are the exact same questions. Each of you, you will get the exact same. Hmm. We're going to have two per grade, two first grade level questions, two second, two third, two fourth, two fifth. Hmm. So it's going to be really bad if I'm missing first and second grade. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you know your colors pretty yeah. well. I feel like multiplication tables is, is third grade, so I'm, mm. I got my eye on multiplication. Yeah. I tried to mix it up. I, I did a little... I think there's a math-related question for each grade and also more of a general history or knowledge yeah. uh, type of question. Oh, it's so, not the Wonderlick test again, right? Oh, boy. There's fractions on there. I'm out. Yeah. So because I didn't want you guys to cheat, we're going to take a little break here, let these guys take the test, Fan and out we'll bit. be right back with the results. All right. All right, all right, guys. Pins down, pins down. All right, so let me give the let me give the audience a perspective on how difficult this test is. I mean, we mentioned that it's questions first through fifth grade, so I mean, how difficult can they really be? And uh, honest opinion, I read through them and I thought, which of these would I've known for sure? I would have definitely gotten seven, 
One, <laughs> probably would have guessed right. And two, I think I definitely would have gotten wrong. So I'm going to say I'm somewhere between the 70. I would have scored a 70 or an 80. All right, so let's, we, need to, uh, we need to grade the papers because it's class. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you never trust your students. So I would like for you guys to pass your papers to the right. Uh, be, and uh, let's let your classmate be kind, grade Kyle. your paper. And it looks like Adam already graded his paper with an A on top. First letter of my or name. Or did you forget to, how to spell your name? Will they be counting <laughs> off for Lance not putting his name on his paper? Does he already get subtracted? <laughs> All right, so let's go with first question here. The first day of the 20th century was dot, dot, dot. Give the month, day, and the year. The answer is January 1st, 1901. Does anyone have a paper that has the incorrect answer? I do. I do. Yeah, 1900. Yep. Tricked us. Hmm. So it's 1901. Yeah, because there's no zero. Yeah. <sighs> so we all got that one wrong. I zoomed mm-hmm. don't pass that one. It's hard, fellas. <laughs> yeah. This is just like the I feel like I've uh, said that phrase before. Yeah. <laughs> so would you have got this one right, Ryan? Uh, I believe I would. <laughs> sure you would. Sure. But sure you would. But once again, we'll never know. Sure, pal. <laughs> okay, question number two. From which country did Mexico gain its independence in the 19th century? I'm, Lance, I'm 100% confident I got this one wrong. Lance, I would like for you, you've, you've got Adam's paper, correct? Yeah, yeah. What did Adam answer? I think Adam actually has a pretty good answer. It's Cuba. Okay. That's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded better than <laughs> my answer. I'm pretty sure this one's not correct Lance, What is Lance's answer, Ours, uh, Lance was feeling like the empirical power of Argentina yeah. must have ruled. <laughs> Don't mess with Argentina, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're known for their strong... I'd Our say that's course. a little bit closer than yep. Adams. Oh, I'm not a geography major, but yeah, I feel like it may be. Uh, Adam, what did Kyle put? Kyle had Spain. That's Ooh, the correct answer. Yeah. That is a good answer. That not makes surprising. Sense. So the the listeners should know that Kyle was the first student to turn in his paper, yes. and I had to turn over the hourglass on Lance and rip his paper out of his hand. So. <laughs> All right, question number three. I'll be ticked if I this get this is, one wrong. This is the first second grade question. What number is the Roman numeral XVI? That might be a tough visual for the audience, but go back to your picture yeah. Roman numeral XVI. Yeah. Okay. The answer is 16. Yes. That is correct. Is there anybody, yeah, any papers that didn't uh, get that? We all got that. All right. We're all football fans. All right, we got one at Super least. Bowl style. All right. Let's go to question number four. The second, second grade question. What are the three branches of the United States government? I'm confident in this one. Yeah, I feel pretty good about this. We've got the legislative, yep. the ju- judicial, yep. and the executive. Bingo. we got a winner. Everybody we, got it right? We've got a different answer over here. Right, keep oh. moving, Lance. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Lance, <laughs> remi- <laughs> remind paper me whose you paper have? you have. We are grading Adam's paper over here, Uh-oh. and Adam yeah. went... <laughs> I couldn't think of it. <laughs> Adam went with the House, the Senate, <laughs> and Oval with a smiley face. <laughs> Adam, you're not smarter than a second grader. <laughs> oh, oh me. Whew. Good times. Uh, thank you, Adam. Yeah, Adam. Glorious. God, we love you, Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay, the fifth I did question. it for y'all. It's for yeah. the pod. <laughs> the first Fireworks were invented in the seventh century in what country? I feel good about this one. I, did, I took a guess on this one. Okay, what did uh, what did Adam put for this one? Adam put Ireland, which seems like a good guess. I don't know. 
they were pretty they had a lot of inventions on our inventions. <laughs> yeah. So, Whiskey. Yeah. But not uh that's incorrect. Okay. Uh what did what did uh Lance put? Lance feels like the English were very key in building fireworks. England. Mm. That, that is also not correct. I knew that was gonna be wrong. Kyle went with China. That's, that's probably right. That's correct. Bad gum yes, it is. Man, Kyle's killing Black it. powder. They were the inventors. Kyle is a history major. I love some history. Gosh. Black powder We're halfway matters. through right now. Uh, Kyle has four out of five. Lance, two out of five. And Adam has one out of five. <laughs> Reminder, these are first, second, and one third grade question. <laughs> yeah. Question number six, another third, third grade question. When writing out a fraction, the numbers above and below the vin... Column, mm-hmm. which is the line in between the numbers. Let's go to dash. <laughs> yeah. I've never I've seen never that word before. Or so when writing out a fraction, the numbers above and below the line are called the blank and blank. One of them is in our podcast name. Yes, yeah. it is. I think we all got this Did right. Did everybody get denominator? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was really hoping somebody would screw that one <laughs> and, up. And, and numerator. And numerator yeah. being numerator. the top number. Yeah. We're three for three? Yep. Oh, yep. Everybody got that one. God, I screwed up another one. <laughs> oh, no. Adam's over there loading himself. <laughs> question number six is a fourth grade question. The ancient Egyptian writing system was called what? There's zero percent chance I spelled this right. By the way. Yeah. So too. why don't we start with uh, Adam's paper, Lance? Let's not start with Adam's paper. Maybe we why don't we start with Lance? Lance let's give Adam a break. Lance, yeah, we'll let's start with like, how would Lance, Lance have? I, I'm... Feel like Lance is right because I went with the same one, probably a different spelling. Different spelling, I'm sure. Hieroglyphics. That's exactly right. How did Lance spell it? Do we have to get into? This <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'd I like want to see if I got okay. it right. Okay. H y r o g l i p h i c s. He got a lot of the letters. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. <laughs> Kyle was pretty close on his. Yeah. Kyle spelled it H y r o g. This is where he went off. Yeah. L i f s. It's p s probably. Ah. Both of you got about seventy five percent. Hey, right that's now. I'll take that. The, yeah. correct, the correct spelling is H I E R O G L Y P H I C. The I E is silent. You got like the back half mostly correct there. Like, I, I, I was only off by all the letters. I think I'm not. <laughs> all right. So let's hear. Get... Let's reveal what uh, Adam put. And again, the, the question is: the ancient Egyptian writing system was called what? <laughs> So, Adam, I think, referenced question number three for this answer and went with Roman numerals. <laughs> <laughs> the Egyptians are known. They love their Roman The Catholic writing. influence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good times. All right. All right. <laughs> so we got, we got, what, three questions left, and it looks like the score, Ryan, is currently Kyle's in the lead with uh, six. We've, we've asked seven questions. Uh-huh. Kyle has answered six correctly. Mm-hmm. Lance has four, and Adam has two. Kyle, you still can go, right. get ninety percent here. Yeah, this I is won't. the most difficult one. So if you're listening, it's time to really focus in here on this yeah. question. This is a hard one, harder to follow. Yeah. If a train leaves the station and travels oh, at sixty miles per hour, how much time will have passed when it arrives at a station three hundred miles away? I'm gonna ask that one more time for the listeners. If a train leaves a station and travels at 60 miles per hour, how much time will have passed when it arrives at a station 300 miles away? So, Kyle, I know you don't have your paper. Do you remember your answer? Yes. Five hours. Five hours. Okay. That is exactly right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Same here. 
Oh, everybody got it. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Lance, you, were you sweating that one a little bit? I, when, I, when I worked on it, yeah, I was definitely sweating it, but I, uh, I just divided 16 and 300, and I was mm-hmm. like, cool. Very Five good. hours. All right. Good job, guys. Yeah. I spent more time on that only because I thought it was too. It, it was you too, got it too easy. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, uh, Question number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put nine. In answered, which decade did Hong Kong <laughs> look? Hong Kong's relevant these days. It is not that we're a political podcast, uh, but it's relevant these days. So I, I decided to fit this one in. In which decade did Hong Kong revert from British? Rule. I decided not to embarrass myself on this one, so I I uh, refrained from answering it. Mm. Did Sakal? Did he yes, leave a blank? We, well, no, he didn't. He said no clue. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's an X. I've, uh, but, that's an but, honest answer. Yeah. That does play well. What was yeah. being a hundred years off? I've got a guess for Adam though. Um, sixteen seventy-five. Was he in the ballpark? The decade sixteen seventy-five. I did the same thing. You missed, though. I put a century instead of a decade. Yeah. So the 1670s, 70s, been the answers, yeah. uh, that's not correct. Okay. Kyle's that's about it. 220 years off. <laughs> I could be close. Yeah. You it's closer, close. Than, yeah. closer than Lance got, though, with not yeah. answering. Uh, the answer, let's see if Kyle got it right. The answer is the 1990s. Wow. Oh, my gosh. 1800s. 1990s? So that's about 300 mm-hmm. years wow. off. I had no idea. Wow. Kyle hmm. said 1800s. Yeah. All right. So nobody got that. Nobody one. got that one right. So it leads us to the last question. Okay. Kyle's can't lose, but yeah. Lance, you could gain one out here and make All it right. respectable. A hexagon. Now this seems so simple for a fifth grade question. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. gonna say, but maybe it's not. My, I'm really, I'm brain. really banking on Kyle not knowing shapes, so I'm hoping I can gain the point here. Well, I got bad news. We answered the same. I think. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. A hexagon has how many sides? The answer is six. That's I got right. it. Yeah. 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 I had to rack my brain. Way to close out on a yeah. on the victory, guys. All right. So that does it. Ten questions. Kyle is the winner with eight correct. Nice. So I made, Lance I made is it second with fourth grade level. six, and uh, Adam picked it up at the end and finished with four. Hey. Let's close. Remind us again what Adam's three branches of government were. We don't need to do that. Yeah, they are the House, the Senate, and the Oval. The Oval is by far the strongest <laughs> of the three. <laughs> oh, the power resides in the Oval. Yeah. I got to go to the Oval. <laughs> <laughs>All right, for our final segment today, we're going to do something brand new. It's a time capsule draft. Now, we actually talked about this a little bit, I think, last episode when I was talking about my elementary school days when we buried a time capsule out at Nanny Berry Elementary. That and you can't access. That we cannot access no longer because there's a building over the top of it. Do but you think some big construction guy dug it up? Like, what is this? And threw it over in a dumpster? <laughs> there's no telling what we put in there. And, you know, this has actually kind of been on our list to do for quite a while now. Uh, we just thought it would be something fun to do. And, it would actually be really interesting to see what kids these days would put in a 2020 time capsule. And it fits in with our back-to-school kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So. absolutely. So I'm going to try to set up the parameters here. Um, what we decided to do was go with a time capsule from the 90s. And we're kind of envisioning this as we're all different ages, basically. Yeah. So, you know, mid-90s for me... I was, you know, I was born in 84, so I'd have been like, you know, 12. And, and one of us, I think, graduated in 96, right? That's correct. Okay, so you would have been a senior in high school, so your box may have been a little bit different and so on and so forth. So that's how it's going to work. And the items that you're picking for your time capsule have to be able to fit inside of a small carry-on suitcase. So mm-hmm. nothing ridiculously big, but, you know, something that's small enough that you can bury and 
can be uh, and dig up and fly with it. Yeah, easily excavated when we need to. <laughs> All right, does that make sense? Makes mm-hmm. sense. <clears throat> All right, Kyle, I think you're going to start us off. So what do you what do you put in your time capsule? All right, I've got a. I wanted to put one CD in there. Of course, CDs mm-hmm. are almost a thing of the past, or I guess they really technically are um, a thing of the past. But I've got to go with something near and dear to my heart. I'm going to go with the Metallica Black Album. Oh, wherever I may roam, Inner Sandman. Inner Sandman. Is that 90s? Late yeah. 90s? Uh, uh, early 90s? Mid, early 91, 92 was yeah. about the release of that. Wherever I May Roam, Sad But True, their best album classic. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classic. So Metallica's going in there. I feel like that'll tell the story of the 90s. That was our middle school mosh pit dance song was Inner, yeah. inner Sandman. Oh, it's still one of the greatest. You yeah. mosh pitted in middle school? Sweet. We did. We did. We didn't, didn't have that kind of thing going on. Good <laughs> <Yeah. there. laughs> Couldn't even touch each other dancing there. It was a public school, so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Good start, Kyle. A nice yeah. personal pick. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I felt that. All right, so uh, I'm going to go with a fashion trend. And um, my uh, late middle school, early high school days, you would have found me in an IOU sweatshirt. Oh, yes. <laughs> and if it was a really good Friday night, I might have been wearing some skids. Oh, but uh, for sure, I had some IOU sweatshirts. And right. I thank you because mm-hmm. I was sitting with Catherine today going through my list, and I brought up IOU sweatshirts. And she was she immediately said, nobody's going to know what those are. Oh, and maybe maybe the listeners don't, yeah. but I'm, I'm with you. No, yeah, exactly. no, no, Kyle and I are over here on the Google machine because I, I don't think either one of us I have heard of I've never heard of shirt. IOU shirt. They were, they were shirts. I mean, sweat, they like were a sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. We're looking at the Google images here. Well, it's not great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I might have a picture. Oh, right. That's, that's uh, the difference in four to seven years. Yeah. Right there. Those are definite virginity clothes because huh. you're going to hang on to it if you're wearing those. Virginity clothes. <laughs> is okay. it that swishy no it literally said I-O-U the letters I-O-U oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. and a bunch of other stuff kind of looks like blue but they were like 50 or 60 dollar sweatshirts there it is right what there. was so like, great about it I-O-U right there yeah. it was a brand that a people brand. were into for about a minute and <laughs> I remember I had a lime green one, oh. and I got referred to as Booger, and I never wore it again. <laughs> that was the end of that one. <laughs> I had a, a, a purple and a salmon color yeah, one. Purple, <laughs> purple was kind of their 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 go to color, if I recall. Well, you guys would have made some good wing men. Both went great with my red hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fluffy red hair. Purple pairs well with red hair. All right. Well, let me let me get my first pick off the board. All right. And this is one I'm playing more of a defensive game because I felt like this will be picked tonight. I've got to go with the greatest handheld device of all time, the, oh, ni- the Nintendo Game Boy. Oh, oh, yep. Two on my list. Too. That was my next electronic pick. You just fried that and, and a tiny Tetris cartridge. Uh, and, I mean, you can waste 10 hours. You know, I actually fired my Game Boy up like a couple months ago because my mom holds on to everything that it's I had when hurt. I was a kid. Work. It still hurts, but you have to hold it up to your eye. I don't know how we saw on that thing as a kid. It's incredible. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to do the same thing. I think I'm going to go a little defensive here because I don't think this one's going to make it back around to me. I'm going to go fashion trend, and I'm going to go with the uh, NFL starter jackets. Oh, it's oh, on my list. Yeah. Miami uh, Dolphin remember, starter jacket. I loved it. I remember mm-hmm. you know, wearing that thing almost every single day. I think, uh, what was, I think your I was team? in high school. What was the team? Oddly enough, Dolphins. Love Dan oh, Marino. Look at this. So, Kindred spirit. Two peas in a pod. Yeah. Well, yeah. the Titans weren't around then. Yeah. yeah the you had to pick around. a team. Yeah. My I, good friend Robert, uh, who, who you guys know and who listens, he had uh, Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. The the bird on the back, that was a good one. A ton of Dallas Cowboys back when I was a kid. But yeah. Packers. Go Dolphins. Yeah. I had a 49ers, and there was absolutely no reason why. Yeah. I didn't even know who they were, I don't think. But I had a red 49ers jacket. Oh, and back then, if – 
you know, if you remember being like a Dolphins fan, you only had two games on a week. So if, if the mm-hmm. Dolphins were playing, it was like, man, it's must-see TV. It's not like now where you can get watch the, any, any of the games. Get but, the jacket. Yep, get the jacket. So I got another uh, – oh, go Well, ahead. I would say great pick. You've got another yep. pick. I know, right, right. So uh, this one, I don't I don't know. This is kind of a funny pick. I don't know if it would make it – it would probably make it back around, but I'm going to go ahead and say it anyways. This is a – I'm going with like a DVD box set because this particular TV show – I think defined what you know everybody wanted high school to be like through, mm-hmm. you know for years mm-hmm. to come. So yep. I'm gonna throw in the DVD box set of Saved by the Bell oh, in there. Yeah. Classic. That no, was every no, no, day. Wait a minute. Yeah, they're not gonna have DVDs. Okay, well then it's the cassette box tape. Yeah, tapes. <laughs> cassette box tape. Good correction. I think that would be VHS, not VHS. cassette tapes. Oh yeah, <laughs> there we go. Hey, I'm the host of this particular <laughs> yeah. game show. I, well, I define the parameters. You had so. some ruse off me yeah. on the uh, last. <laughs> the, the, the VHS wasn't right. even in so, his wheelhouse. VH, the, beta. the VHS yeah. of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> the beta box set. Man, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Mm. I'm gonna go with another piece of technology for mine. And going back to Kyle, if you have a CD, if you've got Metallica, I know where you need something to listen to. I know on, this is going. You can't do it without a CD Walkman. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought you just picked that's a, that's a different band. band. So, yeah. Discman. For our young, young listeners, yep, there was the one. Walkman that was the cassette tape. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it advanced to the CD Walkman. Can you imagine no. carrying that around today? Could you imagine hitting the treadmill at the gym trying to wear that? Mm-hmm. And it's just like... <laughs> Wait, did you Your say CD skipping, skipping. skipping? Did you yeah. say CD Walkman? Yeah. CD See, Walkman. I, I thought I, I had the cassette right. player Walkman. But it advanced to the – I remember the CD player. The and 90s, it, was it, it changed. It, yeah, cassettes right. went out it, and CDs came yep, in. Yeah. And, man, when you hit that mega bass, oh, oh dude, your ears blew out. <laughs> yep. I think on every church field trip, as soon as, like, the bus would start, everybody would, you know, put their headphones the on. And they had yep. the Walkmans. It's amazing nothing's changed. And those back then, you had just the kind of open foam thing on the end. Mm-hmm. So if somebody was jamming, you just sit, you could sit there and listen to yeah. it, too, because yeah. it would just flowed out now you can't hear music out of anybody and then you had don't like, even think about moving with that thing because your cd will start skipping oh yeah oh yeah it required you had no physical activity it could be when you were listening to and CD. you had the giant binder of cds that you had to take mm-hmm. with you to yeah. play listen i'm gonna go off off uh with a story here just because i'll never fit it again yeah. the rest of our podcast days <laughs> yeah. but we'll never bring CDs i had a up. huge i'll make it quick a huge cd binder in college mm-hmm. i've been collecting them for years mm-hmm. probably had you know 100 to 200 in there put it on top of my car Oh. Drove off. This is at Lipscomb. I immediately noticed. I mean, less than a mile down the road. Come back. It's gone. <laughs> I go, of course, to the uh, front desk. Ask. Uh, you know, leave a note. Uh, check back for weeks and weeks and weeks. Never comes back. So I've lost. You know, I would just say 150 of my favorite CDs. Oh yeah, heartbreaking. I'm talking to one of my buddies. A couple. You know, maybe a month or two later, and he's like, "Oh crap, was that yours?" <laughs> He said, I was walking in, I found it. And he said, I left a note in the lost and found, which I ended up finding, which is true. And I was like, awesome, man. Let me have them back. He's like, oh, sorry. I only like country music. So I just put them out in the hall and let everybody oh, take them. Oh, gosh. Wow. So I got like eight CDs back. Yeah. What oh. are the odds? I tell you. <laughs> what are the chances? Just a super quick, funny thing. A buddy of mine, back in the CD days, same thing, the huge portfolio in the truck. You'd flip through. If you were the passenger, you'd flip through it, find something, pop it in. We were at the movie theater. His truck gets broken into at the movie theater. So they tried to pry the radio out, couldn't get it out, only stole one thing out of the truck. 
the discography, the whole thing. Just took took his big thing of CDs. That was it. Busted the window. Couldn't get the radio out. Took all the CDs. Went to CD warehouse. Sold it, it yep. for two hundred dollars. Yep, gone. But we digress. Back yes. to the back to the topic. Adam. Yeah. So uh, speaking of CDs, uh, in my day, it wasn't a CD. It was a cassette tape. I just used it in my day. I can't yeah, believe yeah. I said that. <laughs> it was a single cassette, like a single song on a cassette. Mr. Big to be with you. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a good, good stuff. Song. That's one of my favorite songs. Oh, yep. yeah. Good and, stuff. I mean, can you imagine a single cassette? Like there's one song yeah. on the whole oh, cassette. cassette. <laughs> yep. And, then, I, and it was in the little remember those it was in like a little cardboard sleeve yeah. type oh, yeah. thing too. Yep. And every now and then if you had a malfunction, you had to take like a pencil or something and rewind oh, yeah. it and fix yep. it and start over. Do people still do mixtapes? Well if they don't probably not because there's not tapes. But you yeah. know what I mean? Remember that yeah. used to be a big oh, thing. Yeah. You'd yeah. all Mr. Big Song, every mixtape that ever was had, yeah, had, had that, that song. Yeah. I remember listening to the radio, and you would have like a blank cassette mm-hmm. in your in your radio, and you actually had to wait, you know, for mm-hmm. a, the song you liked to come on, and then you would record it, and then you would always have that song to play yep. back. Like, remember doing I that. cannot believe that I did that back in the day, back in my day. That was one of my great presents I got. I got one of those in-your-room stereos, which I'm sure no kid gets that anymore either, but it had the... It had the built-in cassettes where you could record off the radio. I said, oh, yeah. man, this is yeah. the greatest thing ever. Yeah, to do something, I, it, the high technology was you had to hit, like, play and pause at yes. the same time to yep. record. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And every if you missed a little first part of a song or something, dang. But, yeah, good, yeah. good times. It's pretty ridiculous how far technology's come just oh, yeah. in 20 years. I bet I still have some of those cassettes. My mom probably still has them somewhere. We need to break them out. Yeah. Those things are pretty indestructible mm-hmm. compared to CDs. Yeah. All right, so I'm up. With your second pick? Yep. I, I kind of have to give myself a little bit of a pass because this was invented in the late 80s, but I definitely had one in the early 90s, and it was a prized possession. It was a piece of apparel, and it was popular through late 80s, early 90s. At least in my world, it was. But it was the trusty members-only jacket. Oh, yeah. I had one of those, wore it everywhere. Those are back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I was never cool enough to have a members-only jacket. I, blue I, I remember being jealous of the guys that had those. Yep. I'm not familiar with the members. Oh only my gosh! Sorry, come on. First this and now Hoosiers. I mean, can we even keep doing this? <laughs> you're off the podcast. <laughs> All right, so Kyle, you're up with your third pick. So oh, you've, no, got, you've got a members only jacket, a Metallica yeah. CD, Metallica, and yeah. what's number three? I'm pretty sure this one's not going to get picked, but this is near and dear to my heart. I think everybody in this room will find this near and dear to their heart, and it has to go into any. Yeah, y'all probably want to put a copy in your time mm-hmm. capsule. It's the 1998 Tennessee Volunteer National Championship <laughs> season, <laughs> season recap video. Yep. God bless you, T. Martin. Got one. God bless you. Yeah. That That's a great one. Yeah. Are you trying to play to the fans? Oh, you know, when we're if we're going to do a, a poll or something. Oh well, hey, it's just it's it's part of my heritage. <laughs> That's the only one we got to celebrate in my lifetime. My turn. That's Adam's turn now. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with a personal item that was my uh, class ring. Funny story about that. You Everybody's going to be excited to dig that one back out. <laughs> <laughs> What's this thing worth on the Adam open and his mom are going to be out there with shovels. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll throw my gold necklace into the <laughs> gold well. yeah, yeah, chain. We'll yeah. <laughs> I, no, but the funny thing about my ring, you know, you had – I didn't do – I didn't play any real sports my junior, senior year. And uh, so I had to do, I had to put something on the other side of it. You know, one side of the school is the school, mm-hmm. one side is like a sport or something. I was like, well, I was kind of into fishing, like for about a minute. <laughs> He's got a big and bass. So I, I do. I got a bass on the side of mine. It says fishing. 
Yeah. Is this ring on the premises? Yeah. We, I'll, bring, I'll get it out. <laughs> we need to bring our class rings out for class. We call you sea bass. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Adam's the highlight of the podcast. This all, right, all right, Ryan. It's going to be tough to compete with. What you got? Well, I've got a long list over here. <laughs> this is one I have to give my wife credit for this one because she brought this up. I would have never thought. But when you're thinking about the 90s, this, I mean, there, we can argue it, but this may have been one of the greatest inventions of all time. Do you remember the little uh, caller ID boxes when oh, they came yeah. out? Mm-hmm. And oh one of your gosh, phone, yeah. and you could see who <laughs> called you. And, yeah. man, that's when ghosting started right there. Oh, gosh, that's my hand. I'm not <laughs> answering that one. Yeah. And that just blew I blew my mind. Oh, yeah. as How does it know? <laughs> and there are people listening to this right now that have, have no, no idea, idea what we're talking is. about. Yep. Look it up. Yeah. Imagine your cell phone that tells you who's I'm calling. heavy technology. I've got yeah, the, you got a lot uh, of the color. For me, the least <laughs> technical person yeah. in the pod, I've got yeah. the three technical pieces of machinery. All right, Lance. All right, Lance. That's a good thing. Um, so, let's see. I've got a movie. I've got a fashion trend. I'm going to go with uh, music pick this time. And uh, Oh, no. Is this like the love in basketball? No, it's okay. not. This you is can't even the, say it. He doesn't even Titanic forget about this pick. He can't say it with a straight face. No, y'all are going to clown me, and that's fine, whatever. But I, I, and it, I love this album, and it's still one of my favorite albums. I can just listen to it, to it all the way through. But the self-titled album from Third Eye Blind is one of my all-time favorites. I think it came out in 96, 97, and I listened it all the way up till when I graduated high school. There's... Tons of countless hits on it. Semi-Charmed Live. Oh, yeah. Good Jumper, stuff. Losing a Whole yep. Year. I'm not going to clown hey. for that. That's good Full music. Circle, that's one of the CDs that got stolen <laughs> out of my case. Oh, man. Tough times. Yeah, no clowning here. That's good stuff. Amazing album, so yeah. that's going in. Good. I'm glad I didn't get clowned yeah, for no, that Yeah, no, that's good stuff. All right. Well, y'all definitely clown me on this one. So uh, <laughs> Now I'm ready. This is more of a personal item, and the reason I want this is because it was such an important part of like my childhood. Wrestling was a... Huge influence on oh, my life, yeah. especially the Attitude Era. And the best thing about it for me was playing WCW versus NWO on the Nintendo 64. It was one of the best wrestling games that I've ever played. I think it, I think it's probably the best ever. But it I had uh, Diamond Dallas Page, yeah. some of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it had everybody on it. So Goldberg. I'm going with my N64 with the uh, WCW versus NWO cartridge stuck in it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Good times. Yeah, Got to have a game in there. Oh, yeah. All right. It's so my last pick. I'm going to step way away from technology here. And you may remember, this is one of the bigger crazes of the 90s. I would say it lasted at least a year, maybe maybe two. You remember Beanie Babies? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Huge. It was huge. There was one, I remember, uh, like a Jerry Garcia one that was worth like $10,000 if you got it. Yep. They created this market, and so you would – to get them, which I, I didn't collect them, but my best friend McLean's mom did. So she would send us out to Rivergate Mall. We would get there before it opens, stand in line, and then when a store opened that had them, I mean, it's a mad, you're going to get trampled if you fall down. That's yeah. how bad it was. And so that was a big part of my uh, junior and senior years and a big part of America. So I don't I gotta, think I've got to put a beanie baby in. In fact, I almost forgot. I've got a beanie baby in my pocket <laughs> right now. Look at there. A duck. It's been in there the whole time. Duck, yeah. Is that one of the classics? I don't think that one's worth much. Yeah. <laughs> now you just pulled a duck out of your pocket. Is this something that's normally in your pocket, or is this a is this a tonight only type thing? Well, this is a tonight only type thing. As okay. I was talking with Catherine, she we're having a yard sale this weekend, uh-huh. and she's like, "Oh, go out and look out in that cardboard box. I brought it home from my parents. There's a couple beanie babies in there." I said, 
Perfect. Yeah. What are the chances? Mm-hmm. I don't think Adam will pick this, so I'll go on and burn it. But do you remember the other like novelty toy that everybody went nuts? You remember the trolls? Oh, I thought oh, you were yeah, going to say Tamagotchi. Yeah. I don't remember the trolls. Uh, yeah, that was yeah, the, the little, little purple things. The, the Tamagotchi hairs. was like little egg where it was like you yeah. troll and you like groom or something. Yeah. The trolls with the big hair. Yeah, there's all kind of different. Yeah, I never designs. understood the troll thing. Yeah, it was weird. They're just weird. Somebody made a fortune on it though, because mm-hmm. they were everywhere. I'm gonna go with a, a popular shoe uh, to go with my skids and my IOU sweatshirt, Timberlands. Nice. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I remember my first pair yeah. of Timberlands. Good stuff. We're talking boots or oh, the yeah, slip-ons? No, <laughs> slip. Come on. Yeah. Okay. No, this is the boots. Yeah, the boots. This is the old lacing bad boots. That I swear they still sell the exact same oh, looking yeah. boot. They've been they're making that boot. It's like uh, it's Chuck's. D- it's that dark brown. Yeah. yeah, ankle high boot. Yeah, and then you have to like pull them up and lace them over. And, yep. Yeah, that's the like you're going. I'd love to see you with a and, pair of Timberlands skids and an IU t-shirt. I would pay a good amount of money to see and you. Had, and about fifty pounds overweight. We all had those, and not a one of us ever went hiking. It was like, was everybody no. going to the mall to go hiking? Because why we all wearing Timberlands? trends baby yep all right trends. kyle close us out all right i've got to go i don't have a, a toy i feel like we're a little light on toys and i remember the first one of these i got it was the super soaker oh, oh yeah, yeah. that came thing. out in the 90s really yeah it was a, i had to confirm that i was like is that a 90s toy apparently it was <laughs> man i remember you used to pump that thing you thought if you pumped it 800 times mm-hmm. you'd be a fire hose never really did anymore after about three <laughs> pumps but yeah man super soaker i remember my first one of those uh, great clothes i remember uh super soaker made it into my college days yeah. we drove past and y'all know the restaurant virago yeah mm-hmm. We just thought it'd be fun to super soak the innocent patrons <laughs> yeah. out on the patio. Well, uh, we, I feel bad about that looking back. Oh, yeah, it was man. funny at the time. It was also a poor decision in college made to put a flammable material in a super soaker and rig a lighter on the end of it. Flamethrower mm. works. Don't don't try that at home. <laughs> what are the chances that somebody listening yeah. to this podcast was one of those people that you super soaked at Virago? Yeah. That coming for if you. you've ever been smashed by a water balloon anybody or super got, soaked, just to keep us relate. from getting completely murdered on social media a good couple of honorable mentions anybody got like one that you really wanted to pop in there that you couldn't I've uh, got to go with another music I'll leave this off while I'll kind of think about it there, we didn't mention it but we didn't put a ton of music in there but you've got to go excuse me you got to go with Nirvana Nevermind um, that was on my list yep yeah. I mean great album changed I mean, brought grunge music out. The album cover was, remember, the, the, the naked, naked baby, baby in the water. Submerged underwater yeah. with a dollar bill and a fish yeah, hook or something. something like yeah. that, yeah. So much controversy with that, and that was right in our wheel. I'm kind of disappointed in us for not picking anything Nirvana-related, but there's just so much stuff out there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I was going to say my CD, Walkman, had a Nirvana CD in it, Yeah, I thought you guys would call me out on that for yeah. having five items instead of four. Yeah. So. I've got two other honorable mentions. I was going to throw a Jordan jersey in there. Yep. You know, that's huge. obvious that's reasons, nice. and also a game genie. You remember the game genie? It's like the ultimate cheat code for the Nintendo. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Uh, I didn't man, have you one. Pop, of those, you but... pop that thing on an NES cartridge and put in all those codes, and you can do whatever you want to on those yeah. video games. It's incredible. Good time. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. B A P A start. Contra. Yep. That's Contra. That's right. Yep. Get a hundred or ninety nine lives with you that. Get, well, you get like all the weapons too. I remember yeah. that. And you needed them for Contra. It's a great game. I've got a couple honorable mentions. I've got two <laughs> TV related. I thought a DVD set of a cassette of cassette. Roseanne. Oh, your favorite show. More, more, uh, yeah, Dan Connor was on <laughs> yeah. it. And, uh, 
Uh, big married with children. Guy. Married I with children. That, that, yeah. that yeah. was a classic common denominator throwback right there. Yeah. If you remember Ryan talking about Dan Connor, <laughs> yeah. you that, are you are super original. Fan. That's early days. I think the <laughs> listeners agree with me. That was a great yeah. pick for the bunker horse. <laughs> He's a mechanic, right? <laughs> Also got to say, uh, I was going to throw in uh, the uh, best of Saturday Night Live. From oh the 90s. yeah, nineties was that strong. Was their best time? If you like, sure. if you watch Saturday Night Live now, the nineties was everybody, everybody agrees it was so much better. So we got Sandler, Farley, Spade, Chris Will Rock, Farrell, Jimmy Will Farrell, Terry. Jimmy Fallon was like a, a nobody. Then. Yeah, that's a loaded. The list cast. goes on and yeah. on. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. And then two more feminine ones. Do you remember the clear phone craze? Where you had all, you could see all the wiring yeah. inside the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I do remember Clear Pepsi. Remember uh, Clear Pepsi? That didn't last too long. No, about as long as the Clear Phone. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> And last but not least, for the ladies, every girl that we went to high school with had a NSYNC T-shirt oh, yeah. at one time or another. Yeah. So shout out to the lady listeners. And shout out, shout out to the nineties, the glory days. Yep. And that was the time capsule draft. All right, boys. Well, that was a good episode. Enjoyed it. A little walk down memory lane. So, anyways, I thought I'd close this out with something. I'm going to spring something on you guys here. I'm a little something I've co-opted in my mind. It may be a complete disaster, and if it is, you'll never hear it on the air because Adam will cut it out. That's the beauty of this podcast. But, anyways, it's a little thing I'm going to call 10 words or less, and it's not going to be stringent about the 10 words if you go a couple over. But the idea is we kind of have a different topic to go around and give – kind of your ideas or your thoughts on it in 10 words or less so i thought right now you know we all can agree 2020 has pretty much sucked up to this point for most everybody in the world um not often you can say that but the whole world's kind of been in a crap show together but it's been a busy week like lance had said work's been kind of crazy but i'm gonna give 10 words or less on something i'm thankful for this week so as i i'm gonna finish up lance you just pick it up for Something you're thankful for this week in ten words or less. So these a, words have to form some type of a no, coherent sentence. No, it's just your it's just, just a just thought like, out of your head. Okay. So the ten words or less things I'm thankful for this week are are my new job. I, I won't take. I could go a lot deeper than that, but I'm just thankful for my new job. I've enjoyed it. So that's what I'm. Good. That's mine. Serious note, you stressed over that for a long. Yeah, time. Oh yeah, it was on a, this podcast a big so life change. Day. So it's been great. So yeah. yeah. All right, Lance, give me 10 words or less on something you're thankful for. I'm thankful my kids are enjoying school this year. Nine words, baby. Nine you words. got it in. He literally just counted his yep. fingers. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, you're up. I'm thankful we're having a yard sale. <laughs> so my garage will be empty. Was that 10 words? I followed Lance's robot voice. I don't know why. <laughs> I really liked yeah. it when he was doing that. <laughs> Got to count on your fingers, though. Well, I'm, I'm going to quickly set mine up, and then I'll, t- and I'll yeah. use my 10 words for what I'm thankful yeah. for. So uh, I mentioned that I bought a new truck. I actually sold my other car to a common denominator, <laughs> Ryan. I hope it's not a lemon. And, uh, and, and Ryan asked me, he said, do you, do you care if I give you some cash and, and a check? And I said, yeah, that's fine. He hands me a check, and then he hands me a stack of $100 bills, $10,000 cash he handed me. I so, really just wanted to make Adam feel uncomfortable. It's the whole reason I did it. Well, I was I was fine until I saw the blood all over it. I was like, this, yeah. is, this is shady. 
Is that really baby shady. powder or is that cocaine? So okay. I'm thankful that I made it to the bank alive. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. I've never sweated so bad in a car ride. I mean, it was thick too. Like I had it in my mind. I just wanted to slam a pile like a brick of money yeah, in front yeah. of Adam just to see his, see face. his face and it was it was worth, <laughs> it's worth, worth it. every bit of it <laughs> well and I'm thinking he's gonna be like hey I got like $500 cash and a check and he pulls out this wad of hundreds <laughs> good lord the good news is if anything would have went wrong the oval part of the, the government would have took care of you yeah. <laughs> I love the links that Ryan will go to for a good laugh he's hilarious know. man Nothing sacred. All right, boys. Good episode. episode. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Common Pod, that's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.